Let's all go to the Patreon. Let's all go to the Patreon. Let's all go to the Patreon to get ourselves some ad-free shows. Over at the concession stand, we just added a new $2.50 tier for anybody who just wants to support the show. Along with supporting the show, you get free text updates and partial access to our exclusive Patreon Discord. Also at the concession stand, for just $5 a month, you can get full access to our Discord and a monthly exclusive podcast called Flight School, where Matthew and I review a TV show pilot that is voted on by our patrons. Along with both of those things, you get ad-free episodes of the show. Thank you all for listening, and remember to silence them cell phones. And thank you for visiting the SYFW Theater. Enjoy. This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. So, you finally watched Nort. I know I need to watch that movie, Mom. That's why I made this podcast. Matthew. Yeah, you said your name and then I say mine. Let's go! Hello and welcome back to So You Finally Watched, a movie show review time podcast where two dudes watch and review a movie the other hasn't seen. My name's Austin. And my name's Matthew. And today, we have a special guest on. I am Rachel, Matthew's wife. Yes. My wife. His wife. And today, Rachel, what did we watch? (laughs) Oh, I made them watch The Sound of Music. Yes. We made this. We watched The Sound of Music. It's one of her favorite movies of all time, and she makes me sing the songs all the time. Correct. Yes. And it was, it's our first musical we watched on here. That's true. It, mm-hmm. is, it is. If you don't count, like, The Fox and the Hound. Oh, That's yeah. not a musical. It's like all Disney movies have songs in them. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're, if we're throwing that in, yeah. But, like... Because at parts it feels like a play when you're watching it. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie was a proper musical play. Yeah. Like, it was a screenplay first, right? And then they made it into the movie shortly after. Yes. Because it was based on a real story. Yes, it was. Yes. I didn't I didn't get to read too much on the real story. I just read a little bit. That's okay. Apparently, they took tons and tons of liberties with I'm, the real story. So I mean, yeah. I read, actually, um, quick fun fact. I read that the... Uh, the real life Maria Von Trapp um, was invited to filming for a lot of it, but she didn't end up staying very long because she did not like how many freedoms they took with their story. And then they didn't even invite her to the premiere when it came out. Oh, she must've been that upset. Well, yeah. And then she called and asked if she could come and they were like, sorry, we ran out of seats. That's harsh. Yeah. Hollywood was extra petty back then though. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so like my initial thoughts on this, because I, I watched the trailer on this stuff. Oh, we should probably say, uh, we, me and Matthew hadn't seen this movie prior. Correct. So when we have a guest on, like Rachel here, uh, they're going to pick the movie that we either of us haven't seen. So kind of keeping with the theme, but then there's two people that are going in just blind. I Have you ever heard the songs before, though? Yeah, yeah. Like Doe a Deer. Yeah, I think I sung that one in like a elementary school. Yeah, that like, makes sense music what do they call them like like a, like a music program yeah 
Christmas programs and stuff. Yeah, people come and watch you pick your nose. Yeah. <laughs> you never had that when they filmed you and they caught you picking your nose? No. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, even as a young kid, I would get stuck in like like uh, ticks when I was nervous. So I would just constantly be oh, like, I wasn't yeah, even picking doing anything. Yourself. Not even just. Mm-hmm. I would always like trip. Like I'd be walking and my my toe would catch on the board and <laughs> yeah. I would like do that. Yeah, I, I came to realize it was the, like the anxiety was just like increasing like my OCD symptoms. I watched a uh, a uh, my dad recorded all of them on these big cam- shoulder camcorders yeah. when I was a kid, and there we did a winter program of the Nutcracker when I was in kindergarten, and all of the kids sat crisscross in the in a line, and then I was at the very end, and there was like three kids worth of space between me and the nearest kid because I was so shy and I didn't want to sit by anybody. <laughs> we did them all in the like the the main town's high school. It, they have it, there's like one big gym and we just it was always on the bleachers and stuff. Oh, you went to a different school to do It was like down it's like down the street from elementary oh, school. Sure, yeah. Small yeah. town. Yeah. It's like a mile a mile across. <laughs> but yeah, uh this yeah initial that's so why I watched the trailer and it's one of those classic, like, super long trailers. It's, like, five minutes. Jesus. Um, and it, do- it doesn't spoil too much, honestly. The movie is also crazy long. Yes, it is. It's, like, three hours. It is three hours, yeah. Um, it's so long it was on two VHS tapes. I believe that. So was the original It. And Titanic. So I watched the original It. Nice. I've never watched a movie on two VHS tapes. That's why I didn't watch this movie as a kid, because I was like, this movie must be insanely long. It's on two tapes. Yeah. That's a shame. Did you watch this when you were a child? Absolutely. Hell What's yeah. your history with this movie? Yeah. I watched it on TV. That's all you as remember? As a kid, yes. <laughs> Was it like six hours on TV? <laughs> uh, oh, with commercials? Probably like four. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I, I remember because like, I would watch movies on TV too, and it was always just like... Painful. Like, oh yeah, dude. Fast and the Furious 2 is so long. And they're like, it's like an hour and 10 minutes. What are you talking about? And yeah, I'm but like, it takes three hours to watch it on TV. <laughs> I had to see that Lowe's commercial four times. Uh, so that that's your history with the movie. Uh, yeah, So, yeah, I literally have never seen it. It's always been like one of those movies where I was like, I need to watch this because I got into musicals or like musical style movies and even like the theater in general, like super late. And like I was like 24, 25 when I actually started yeah, the, the, stuff the like first that. real musical. I mean, I was in band when I was in high school, so I was in the pit orchestra for a lot of those musicals, but I never got into them outside of that. The first one I really ever watched was like Hamilton. Yeah. Besides the ones that we did at school. Do you do you watch a lot of musicals? Um, yeah. Yeah. Somewhat. Not as Fun. much as Aaron though. No. <laughs> They're obsessed with Nobody watches musicals as much as Aaron. From True. what I've heard. <laughs> I know uh Shane our friend Shane, you know Shane. Uh, his wife really likes musicals too, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember correctly. I might be misspeaking because I know she likes slower paced stuff. Hey, there's a train. There he is. Every every podcast episode, our secret guest. I uh-huh. like movies I can sing along to. That's fun. Yeah, she was singing uh, almost every song. Probably you can see that. I've I was... already been doing that at home. <laughs> I was singing my favorite things one time, and he was just like, you know, when the dog bites, I don't think that raindrops on roses is going to help me. <laughs> it's a figure of speech, Matthew. I just take everything literally. I don't understand metaphors. It's true. He does. <laughs> You're like Drax from my mom gets Guardians mad of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's also true. She does. <laughs> <laughs> I um I do that as a joke to to my mom sometimes. She'll say things and I'll be like, "What do you fuck? What do you mean? I'm not no." <laughs> I'm trying to think of a metaphor. She'll be like, like nip it in in the bud or whatever, and I'll be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't nip my butt. Don't do that." Um, but, but yeah, so that's our, what we're doing with that. So it was a good movie. I liked, uh, all right, well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> 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 Did you see me colossally lose my train of thought there? The main character is, uh, Julie, played by Julie Andrews. And I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with her. What? <laughs> Have you seen Mary Poppins? I, I've seen like the newer ones. Oh, I know, like I've seen like clips of Mary Poppins and stuff. Yeah, I was the same way for a long time, and I kind of lumped this movie in with Mary Poppins when I was a kid. I was like Sound of Music, uh, Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Like I thought that those were all just like silly kids movies from like the fifties, and yeah. so I just never bothered watching them. I didn't realize until I was an adult that the, these movies were all like pop culture phenomena. But yeah, Julie Andrews is the is the original Mary Poppins, which okay, she filmed that's... immediately before this movie. Miss uh, Julie Andrews, I I really liked her performance. I mean, she's I don't know if she's still around. I don't know, but she is. Yeah, yeah she's still alive. Yeah, but she was spectacular. Like just her performance, I was I wasn't like like shocked or anything, but I was just like super pleasantly surprised. Like just her presence on screen was. Yes, she, was... she is still alive, and she is brilliant. Yes, yeah, she was brilliant in this i every time she was on screen i was like captivated uh which was which was nice because sometimes when you watch older movies they're they're kind of like they t- they have like that old movie syndrome where they're, they're kind of too slow for me to keep up or stay up with it i feel that but, way where there's like those old christmas movies mm-hmm. what's that really famous one with it with that's like on r- repeat 24-7. It's a Wonderful yeah. Life. God, that movie sucks. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> um, I might have seen like a little bit of it, but I've never sat down and watched it. Yeah, but this, this movie was, uh, it surprised me too with like how, how uh, not old it felt. Yeah. I think it aged well. Yeah, well, it definitely feels like a timepiece like it's supposed to, yeah. which I think that helps too. Yeah, and it's and the fact that it takes place in like Austria, mm-hmm. so I don't know what modern day Austria looks like. To yeah, it could look like that still. I don't know. Right, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> at least at the castles and stuff. Yeah. I know a lot of the castles were just like destroyed in World War Two specifically. Oh, okay. Like just all over Europe. Yeah, that's true. Like they like held up in them at some point, and then they were just artillery bombed, and like they don't make it. Artillery bombs. But. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. We keep getting sidetracked. You're fine. Uh. But yeah, so it, it, the movie starts out with her. Do we, we see her singing on the hills? Yeah, and the big helicopter panorama mm-hmm. shots of the mountainside. Dude, th- those shots are were lovely. Yeah, and they they had to film by helicopter while to do those zoom ins in the air. Yeah, and I, I I guess it took forever for them to get that right because the helicopter wind from the helicopter kept knocking her over. And so it took a million takes <laughs> until she could sing without being blown over by the helicopter. That's hilarious. Fair. Yeah, because helicopters are fucking. St- those the they're loud as so hell, strong. dude. <laughs> they didn't have drones yet. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Now they could just film. That them was the first drones, okay? Giant <laughs> helicopters. <laughs> uh, like when the song came on, 
I like it was like I was like, oh, I was like, I've heard this song. This oh, this is where this is from. <laughs> like it was like, yeah, because oh, I've sung that song just because it's in so many different pop culture things. Uh, and I, and I just just like my I was just in like happy awe, <laughs> just watching her dance around and stuff. Um, Matthew did the same thing with one of their little do re mi mixtures, and he's like, this is where this from. I thought you made this up. <laughs> I thought you were a lyrical genius. <laughs> Should have been like, yeah, it was, yeah, that was me. It was me. Uh-huh. I wasn't alive in the 30s. I knew that I mean, the past life. The do a deer part was from the movie. But when she started going, do, re, re, mi, so, so, and I'm like, I thought that she made it's that part do, up. me, re. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Get, Get it together. right. <laughs> See, I don't know, so I'm not confidently saying it. <laughs> Uh, and then we get a little backstory on, you know, on her, how she's like, because she's a nun at the Abbey, mm-hmm. correct? Um, so I'm bad with uh, the Catholic faith. I'm I don't know what the, the name words. of the church is. They just called Abbey. It's called the Abbey. Okay. That's all. I'm pretty sure that's all they ever refer to it as. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's like tons of other like nuns and sisters and stuff walking around. And they have a little a little song talking about how, because she's late. To mass, or I, yeah. I'm sure I think, right? How do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> she is a problem. She's a problem because she sings too much. <laughs> As they're singing. I know. Right. <laughs> it says in there, I've even heard her singing in the Abbey. As they're standing there singing in the Abbey. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not supposed to sing in the Abbey. <laughs> they're uh, all like, she's very nice when she's on time. <laughs> she's She's like, she makes me happy when she doesn't make me mad. Right. One of them says something like that. <laughs> They're so rude. Uh, but- oh, and then and then I wrote down after watching her just run everywhere like a crazy person. I was like, <laughs> this bitch got ADHD for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just like the, the highest form. <laughs> <laughs> Running around frantically being late to everything. <laughs> Tripping she, over rocks. Except every meal. Yeah, she's they never late to They established that. That's true. It's important. Uh, what else? They say see, they say something else that made me laugh. Oh, the one of the nuns that like it was one of the besides the main one that that likes her a lot. The mother, the the main one likes her a lot. But there's that her like other like higher up nun was like she makes me laugh and she meant it like nice, but everyone was like laugh, laughing like oh, she's yeah. making fun of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I I don't know. I I don't know much about nuns and stuff. I only know from like people I know that went to Catholic school, and they're like they're mean. So seeing them not being mean is 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 a was a nice change of pace. I think my grandma Cindy, I think my grandma went to when she was in school. They had nuns. Oh, okay. Were the teachers? I thought you were going to tell me she was a nun. I'm like, um, no. No, they walked around with rulers and smacked people on the wrist if they were counting on their fingers or using their hand to read a book. Yeah, they made them sit on their hands. I think it's still pretty strict like that. Like they don't like since it's like a religious thing, they Probably. can kind of do whatever they want. I think. Yeah, because they're private schools. Mm-hmm. But this isn't a school. This is this is just like a nun training facility. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they go and learn combat maneuvers. <laughs> Dude, that would have been fucking sweet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they're all they're all basically like worried because she's not gonna make it. Yeah, and, and, and the nun and the nun school or whatever. She's too immature. <laughs> yeah, so they go send her to be a babysitter. Yeah, what a they, governess. A governess. 
which is like a super nanny, basically. Yeah. yeah. For rich people. But God says they do it, so they don't have to pay. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> well, she said she's on a mission from God. That's a true. Times. Yeah, so she's not getting paid for this. Well, no nuns get paid for it. That's true. I mean, yes. she gets room and board. Yeah, they get paid in like food, food and, and stuff. That's true. They yeah. give her materials and she can make clothing. Because mm. yeah, she says, because they're making fun of her dress at one point, and she's like, well, I gave all my clothes to the poor. Like, but, all nuns do that. But the poor didn't want this one. <laughs> it's like my favorite line. It was too gross. Fucking great line. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it doesn't even look that bad. No, it doesn't. But they're all pompous and rich. It's supposed to be. That's just, but... Um, do we do we just want to kind of move to when we meet ever all the children and stuff? Yes. Yeah, we just jump straight into mm-hmm. her being the governess for seven children, two yeah. boys and five girls, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was your first impression of? Uh, I I never I never know his name, but they just, the, the captain. father, Captain Von Trapp. I think they said it was. I'm gonna say this wrong, but Georg. Yeah, like Georg, that. because it's like George. But it's G E O R G, so it's like Georg or okay, something. So it's like Austrian. Yeah, yeah. Because I looked on the wiki and it, just in the list of characters, he's just listed as Captain. Yeah, no. Von Trapp. So, uh, so they probably did say it at some point, but mm-hmm. most people just refer to him either as Father or Captain. Yep, yep. I wrote yeah. Father in all my notes. Yeah, me. Because <laughs> I didn't know what his name was. He's like a he was like a Navy captain, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they said that he runs the house like he runs his ships. Yes. And what was your first impression of him? Well, like he just came across as like a dick bag. Yes. And I was like, oh, he's an asshole father. But then at the same time, because then you later learn that he's widowed. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, well, like I kind of get it because like he's the only parent. But at the same time, he was really. And oh, and he caused him out by whistles. Yeah, I thought that was insane. I thought it was hilarious when Maria was like, I don't know your signal. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> he has a different signal call for every child. Like she's being sarcastic as fuck, but like <laughs> because she, he whistles, she whistles at him, and she's he's asking like, legitimate questions. He looks so mad at that moment. I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah get yeah, get him mad, Queen." <laughs> he blows a different tune for each for each kid, and then he hands it to Maria, and he's like, "Okay, now you do it." <laughs> and she's like, "I don't know. I've never even used this thing." Uh, yeah, my my first impression, I was like, I, I I'm gonna hate that. I knew I was like, I'm gonna hate this guy, the whole movie. I was convinced, and then, uh, you know, eventually I like it changes. Like, it yeah, changes I my figured opinion, he but... might have a change of heart I, at some point in the movie, but I because I I like have had no idea. I didn't even know that the sound of music was. I knew the about the movie and that that a, a lady sings a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that it was based in an older time period, but I didn't know that it was about her. I knew that there was to a family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I knew there was some kind of love story involved, but I did not know that it was going to be between them two. Here's here's what I wrote. In the moment, this is what I wrote. Uh Captain yells at her for entering a room. God, he is a pompous <laughs> rich ass and blah. <laughs> and he he tells her how the last 12 governesses all quit. Yeah. And how the last one only lasted about two hours. And the kids are being smart asses. Yeah, oh, yeah. they are. They are going hard on her. Left a frog <laughs> in her pocket, told her to be late for dinner, told her to do a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Dude, the little 
when she throws the frog. It's just a real ass frog she throws. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they don't do that anymore, but it's so funny when you watch old movies and it's just like a real animal. That's yeah. like... Dude, when she did that in real life, a, a big ass bird flew into my bay window. <laughs> nice. So hard, I thought, oh God, like someone shot my window. And there was feathers everywhere. It was so fucking hard. It scared the shit out of me. And it was right when she threw it. And I went, ah! <laughs> I almost threw Gwen across the room. <laughs> Poor Gwen. <laughs> Daddy. She's like, Daddy what? <laughs> I was like, nothing. I'm just going to throw up now. <laughs> Daddy, why you throw me? <laughs> yeah, because she's like, she's like 15 pounds. She's not very heavy. We get to see them at dinner mm-hmm. that night. Yeah, and the kids put a pine cone on her chair. <laughs> and she sits down and she's like, ow. And then the father's like, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, nothing. She, she goes like, I yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, nothing, nothing. Because then- I I happened to look down at Gwen right when that happened. So I just looked up and she's standing up making that noise. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, she sat on a pine cone. Ay-yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she doesn't rat him out. No, she, yeah, she defends them because she knows that's what they want. Yeah, they want. They, they want, want her to get mad, and then and then she thanks them for the gift mm-hmm. that they all gave her, and they all just start crying because <laughs> <laughs> they feel so bad because she's being so nice to her to all of them. I I think it was either like that or they were crying that she isn't gonna leave. Oh, <laughs> sure. oh. that could be. I couldn't yeah, tell which one. I never it was. really even got that. I just kind of went with the flow. Yeah, I was, I was like, some of them, I think it was probably split or seven of them. So some of them were probably, yeah. I know the oldest one ha- hated the fact that there's yeah. like a, a govern, governess there. Yeah, she when she was introduced, she was like, I'm 16 and I do not need a governess. No, no, no. I'm an independent woman. Mm. And then she later, is it right after dinner where she sneaks out? Yeah. Um. Yeah, pretty much because Rolf comes with a telegram and- okay, Rolf. Then she wants to sneak out to go see him. And then uh, then they sing. <coughs> After a little bit of talkie, they sing. Mm. And I didn't know this song was in this movie either. 16 going on 17? <laughs> yeah, I knew this song too. I've well, sung this song before. <laughs> right as it was coming on, he's just like, oh, there she goes. 16 going on 17. And then he looks at me, he's like, wait, really? Is that the song coming on? <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty sure it was from this movie. But I, I didn't know for sure. I like literally didn't know anything about this this movie. But this I like this song was it was pretty. Mm-hmm. It has pretty good choreography too. Yes, dan- I mentioned around. that. I really liked the dancing in this one. Like especially when she's walking around the benches and like steps on him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really liked that. I read a thing that said that during filming she tripped and fell backwards through one of the glass panes. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they had oh to, no! They had to bandage her up. And I read that they covered it up. Like in post, I don't know how they did that in 1960, but maybe they just like like overlaid the video. Yeah, or the film or something. Maybe yeah, maybe they did it on the physical film. Yeah, probably. But they so they said like if you look closely, you can still see the bandage. Yeah, because then they had to rebuild it. And... That would make sense because like every time we see this gazebo, it's dark. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you like? How did you feel about Ralph? Ralph. 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 When Ralph. I was a kid, I remember being like, wow, when I'm 17, I'm going to be an adult. Like a real adult. 
Yeah, because when you're a child, 16-year-olds look like like grown adults. I'm only 16, but you're 17, and you can take care of me. Yeah, I need a man to depend on. The song was creepy as hell. Well, yeah, I mean, in the it 60s, was, man. Because he, <laughs> he, he was basically like in the song, he was like, you're a baby and you need someone to make all your decisions for you. And she's like, yes. Yeah. I, I just think, especially like gender norms have shifted so much in the past right. 30 years. So like, but isn't that what it was? Like women were kind of just taken care of by the men. I don't. Yes. I don't want to speak on it, like as I'm, if I'm a woman. I'm but... gonna assume so. Yeah. Although there's plenty of movies that came out back then that were like women who didn't want to do that. But yeah. Oh, but that's like the thing where like the '60s housewife, right? Like that was. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was like in uh, like in the video game Fallout. A lot of the imagery is from the '50s and '60s. Mm-hmm. The nuclear family yes. type thing. So that was just that was just a craze, man. Yeah, but the song was, it was sung nicely and the choreography was cool. And then, they kissed. They kissed. Yeah. And they kissed. And he she kept went, waiting for it. He's like, when's it going to happen? They gonna well, kiss. There they go. There they go. And then she went, <laughs> Matthew was like, did she just say we? <laughs> when I was in high school, uh, our school did. Uh, Sound of Music as the musical and um, the director said when you come and try out you have to sing a song that's not in the Sound of Music because I am not going to listen to 16 going on 17 80 times. (laughs) Valid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So my school only had I feel like they only had like maybe one musical a year. Yeah that's what we did. That's what we did. The spring musical. It might have been every other year. Because mm. I don't remember many. I know there I remember Greece. You did yep. Greece? Yeah. So did Moline. Yeah, Shane was in Greece. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I sweet. can't remember what part he played, but I didn't I never pictured him as a and that makes sense. Yeah. He, English. He he's a very talented man that doesn't brag about it. <laughs> Can he sing? I I don't know. I mean I, I've heard him whistle and stuff and he's very good, so as much as anybody, if good, I think. I guess I've never. I've never like actually listened to him sing. So, Aaron's per- decent singing. Yeah, I've watched Aaron perform. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a joy. Yeah, she goes wee. <laughs> <laughs> I like laughed out loud when she. I loved that. <laughs> and then like we kind of cut to Maria being in the bedroom, right? Yeah. Getting her stuff together, and uh, the the dad tells her they're gonna get new curtains, and so she is like, "Oh, I can make I can make clothes out of these ones." Yeah, the maid tells her the, that. The head maid or whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I can make... Should it... Or she says, these are fine. And then the lady's like, no, no, new ones have been ordered. And then after they sing the song, then mm-hmm. she's like, I can make play clothes out of these because the captain won't give me any more material. Yes. They have to wear their stupid uniforms. <laughs> uniforms. But she also mentions, because the Baroness is going to Vienna to... Excuse me. The captain is going to Vienna to see the Baroness. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, that was what the telegram was about. We, we missed that. But then the the house, the head maid tells her that he's thinking of marrying her. That's mm-hmm. like the word on the, the, the gossip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And last time that he went, he was there for like a whole month. That's wild. Yeah. To just leave your kids and for a whole like, month. she's like, oh, God, this is why you sent me here, to prepare them for a new mother. <laughs> yeah. Little did she know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
and then there's a there's a gruesome storm, and it's spoopy scary. And all the kids pretend that they're not really scared. Yes, not all of well, them. Well, not the little ones come running and screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the boys he, pretend not to be scared. Oh, she also catches Liesel, right? Oh yes, Liesel. Um, she climbs in through the window. Climbs in through the window because she saw her window open, and she knew how to get up there because that's how they always played tricks on the governesses. And she said that. Uh, Marta could do it with an entire jar of spiders. So then when she goes <laughs> in the bathroom, Maria pulls back all the covers. It's like, oh, thank God there's no spiders. <laughs> uh, but then she's like, well, leave your dress and I'll fix it. And she's like, don't tell my father. And he's, she's like, I won't. <laughs> she's just trying. I Because th- like, I kind of feel that way. I don't have teenagers yet, but I feel like it gets to the point where like, they're gonna do things that are dumb. Yeah, they're gonna rebel and do. Yep. So like, you might as well give them a little bit of trust and stuff. I feel to like, yeah, show them that they could treat like if something's wrong, they can come to you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then she says, "Go put this in there, and then come and we'll talk." Instead of just, I'm gonna let's never speak of this again. I'm gonna tell your father. I'm gonna put bars on your windows so you can't sneak out again. <laughs> right. Because yeah. it just makes. I mean, because when I was a teenager, if my parents were like that, it just would have made me do yeah, more it, stupid stuff. Yeah. It makes you want to rebel even more. Yeah, because, like, you know, if, if I would be like, hey, I'm going out, and they'd be like, okay, be home at this time. And they would, it, so I would be home at that time because they were letting me, you know, go out, even if it was past, like, the legal curfew or sure. whatever. Did Matthew ever tell you about the time he snuck out of his parents' house? <gasps> You bad kid. Can I tell it? It's my favorite story that your mom has told me. Sure, go ahead. (laughs) So they, I think it was you and then Lysandra and then some of your other um, friends like Megan or whoever were going to go TP Aaron's house. Yeah, we were all going to go TP Aaron's house. At two o'clock in the morning. Bad kid. And so he left and then his mom got up to let the dog out and... She saw that his bedroom door was open, and they slept with their bedroom doors closed in that house. So when she saw his bedroom door was open, she was like, huh, what? That's weird. Went inside. Not only did she find Matthew gone, but she found a note that he had written to her saying that he was going to go TP Aaron's house and that he'd be back and not to be mad. I didn't want her to worry. <laughs> That's so nice. And then he snuck out the back door. You left the door open. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I left my bedroom door open and then the dog went it in. <laughs> she was like, she if you... found a note. She was like, if you would have closed your door, I never would have questioned it. <laughs> She's like, I never would have known you were even gone. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, did, we slept with our doors closed, too. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty normal. Unless it was like, we had like the window AC, and mm-hmm. it was just in the main, the main like little hall between our bedrooms. Unless it was like super hot, we would have, that would be open. But yeah. Even now, we, I sleep with my door closed. Yeah. It me freaks me so out we... to be in a room with a door open. I've never slept anywhere with the door open. Mm-mm. I think that's weird. What? Are you saying no? I no, I've never slept anywhere with the door. Open. Right. Yeah. I slept in places where like the door was not existent. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. Nothing you can do about that one. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I've slept in some 
talk about bad kid. I slept in some bad places when I was younger. Uh, oh man, like oh, we're going to, to this cornfield. That's what we're drinking. We're, doing, we're going to drink Pepsi's tonight. We're going to this cornfield. Just fall asleep in the cornfield. Cornfield or like in the back of the fucking car. Oh, sure. <laughs> There'd be like three dudes deep in a car just sleeping. I've never had to do that. Um, one time at one of those one of those experiences, took about bad kid moment. I didn't do it. I witnessed. I didn't stop it. <laughs> a guy was asleep in a truck bed a bed of a truck, and he like pissed a bunch of people off. They were all friends, but he like pissed them off. He was being a dick. So like three of them just pissed inside of the bed when he was in it inside of the truck bed. Gross. Ew. So he woke up and like. Ankle deep water piss. That's disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting, and like, it's like, oh, you could have. I should have stopped him, but I came like halfway through it. The damage is already done. Right. What are you gonna so do? So why ruin? Why make them hate me and then them do it to me? True. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be next. Uh, <laughs> get pee peed on. <laughs> Dude, boys are gross though. There's a lot of pee pranks when I was growing up. Most Dude. of my friends were girls, so I didn't have that problem. Yeah, it was like a, a seven to three split in my town of boys to girls. Anyway, so then all the kids come running in all, all scared. Mm-hmm. And even the boys show up. And they're like, we just wanted to make sure that you weren't scared. <laughs> and she's like, that's okay. You come, come on in. It's okay. <laughs> and then they start singing the song that I didn't know was from this movie. So this song, right? I heard this song first in another song. In a Panic at the Disco song. The song's in a Panic at the Disco song? The song's referenced in a Panic at the Disco song. Which one? Build God, Then We'll Talk. I have, I've never heard okay. that song. I'm going to divulge for a second, and I'm going to show everybody. Yeah. It's going to come up on the... So yeah, that's why I heard the song. So I, I've heard the song I, since. So but like the first time I heard it, I was like, why is there a Panic at the Disco song? This is what? Because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of says it how she... In the same... A similar way that she says it in the in the movie, except hers is way more like happy. wholesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they're singing it, and they're like the kids. The kids seem like shocked that there's like singing and stuff every time she does it. Yeah, she's just being so nice to them. Yeah, these poor kids, man. <laughs> like <laughs> they can't catch a break. Well, no, they're just like oh, we don't we don't have. They're just like. No fun, basically. There's no fun police always. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to sing. We're not allowed to dance. And then that leads into the next day where the captain leaves and they get a they get a day on the town. Mm-hmm. How do you they, guys feel about this part? This part was crazy. They go all over the damn place. Yes, they do. Yeah, they're snowboarding it's, and I stuff. I think it's multiple days too, because they're in multiple outfits. Snowboarding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You said <laughs> you said it was crazy. <laughs> Dude, like, it just skydiving? Hard, it just hard cuts to them snowboarding. <laughs> well, they're like, we don't even know how to sing. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, let me teach you. And she teaches them. She's so she's such a good teacher. Because she starts the song differently, but then she's like, mm, they're not going to get it. I need to make this easier. Mm-hmm. That's good teaching. Yeah. She's, she's a true mother. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. very motherly. Mm-hmm. She um, understands children because she kind of is one still in her head. Yeah. She's got that childlike... And mentality. Those are some of the best teachers, honestly. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah, you taught me, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to, yeah, I was in. You were in my kindergarten class. Uh, I was, yeah. <laughs> I had to go back, like in Billy Madison. He was yeah, naughty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was not. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I, threw, I threw apples at, I would throw apples at you. <laughs> Matthew, you cut somebody's hair off in elementary school. Oh, that's true, I did. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what the 
book. <laughs> Just and to tell taped, them all your secrets. They taped the hair to the referral to prove it. <laughs> How 2000s, though. <laughs> yeah. That was Someone... the only time I ever got in trouble, except for that one time I put potatoes on my fork and flung it around like a slingshot in the cafeteria. It was the only two times I ever I got I am in not trouble. helping you guys stay on track. <laughs> <laughs> we never are, so it's fine. And I don't know if you've listened to any of the episodes. I have. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but they, they, they flow a lot better after I edit them. <laughs> and even then, they're a little ranty sometimes. That's my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Oh, a deer, a female deer. <laughs> Ray. And, and they're like, juggling vegetables and, and talking with the townsfolk. <laughs> and like, don't they climb up trees? Yeah, and that's when the captain's coming home and the Baroness is like, what is this? And he's just like, meh. He says like local vagrants or like oh, hermits yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, just local riffraff. And then he gets home and sees what they're wearing and he's like, were my children by chance in any trees today? <laughs> and she's just like, yep. <laughs> yes, they and were. having a marvelous time. That's my favorite part is like she doesn't lie to him. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, she does. She never lies to him, and she always defends the kids. And yeah, she may like not tell the full truth, but like she's never like answers his questions, and mm-hmm. he's right. just, and he like you could tell he the actor the character wants to get mad. Went right like when she thanks the kids for their <laughs> surprise at the dinner table, and he's like, "And what is that?" She's like, "Oh, it's between me and the children." <laughs> it's uh, so I don't remember what it is, but at some point he's like, "Were you this much trouble at the Abbey?" And she's like. I was much worse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole fucking mood. <laughs> I think it was when she was um, refusing to use the whistle to call the children <laughs> yeah. and was refusing to have a signal for her. Like, I am not a dog. I'm not answering to a whistle. I am the same way. So, like, I've said that to people before because, like, you, when we're working in service, people will whistle at you to get your attention. I'll just, like, dead ass not even acknowledge <laughs> it. I'll just be like, like hello, I'm like oh hi, and I've had customers be like you didn't answer me, and I was like oh I'm not a dog, sir, sorry. <laughs> I could never say that to someone. I well, might now, but when I, say, I was, I say it with like a customer service. Oh voice. sure, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh sir, I'm not a dog. Sorry, I wouldn't do that. But uh, how can I help you? <laughs> so passive aggressive. Just, just talk dirty to me in your customer service voice. <laughs> Imagine the boss coming over. What what seems to be the problem? He won't let me whistle at him. <laughs> Because they're never gonna. What are they gonna say? The my all most bosses are gonna be like, "Come on, <laughs> like don't do that." <laughs> but most of those people, you just confront them, and they're too afraid to do anything anyway. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I hate when people whistle at me. So I was like, "Do this chick, dude, Maria, count she, me in. She's legit." Yeah. So the father comes home She's, and oh. freaks out because the kids are in play clothes also known as the curtains yeah but uh we see a little bit with her just him and the baroness and he's like all bubbly and he's like happy and he's like Mm -hmm. joking around with her and it's like the first time you've ever seen that from him and she she calls it out she's like well how come you never want to stay home and all this she's She's like you're much more happy and calm here yeah she's like are you running for memories or she says something to that yeah yeah she does and to his effect he's just like I think so. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect that level of emotional intelligence from a man of this time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they just weren't expect they would they were you know preferred to not be like that. 
Yeah, never show emotion to yes. anybody. And that's where I was like, maybe this guy isn't an asshole, and he's just putting on an asshole act. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of got the impression that like maybe the Baroness was only in it for the money or something, because then he has she has some kind of conversation with Max Mustache Man. I called him until I knew his name was Max. <laughs> <laughs> is that the da- is that the dad's brother? Um, because the kids call him. They uncle. always say Uncle Max. So I guess we can assume that it's his brother. Did you? But know- we were never actually told how, what the relation is. Did you ever have any like uncles that weren't uncles? I know. I never did. Yeah. Um. I had well, a lot of my family was like that growing up. I had to have uncles that aren't uncles or aunts that weren't aunts. I had so many aunts and uncles. I didn't have to have fake ones. <laughs> what we did too is just this a lot of my families split up. So like we yeah. don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So we would have like what was one. Um. I'm gonna cut out their name, but it was like, yeah, my godmother. I thought she was my aunt up until I realized my mom's like, yeah, no, she's not even related to you, dude. <laughs> she's just your grandma's friend. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, I've known her since I was a kid, so I've always, I always called her aunt. Um, yeah, I have six aunts and five uncles, so like that's probably how like with like Shane. Uh, I'll probably probably I'm when I talk about Shane, I call. To Rowan, I'm like, oh yeah, Uncle Shane. Mm-hmm. Raven does that to me. She'll call me Uncle Matthew to their kids because it's it's just to help signify to your kids that they're like they're this safe. is an important yeah, and they're safe to yeah, be yeah, around yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's why I took it. I don't think they're they don't look related at all. <laughs> so yeah, I have no idea. But he seems to be friends with the Baroness too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a little bit sketchy at first. I was like, are they like? Gonna be like scheming something against them, but no, yeah, no, he doesn't just seem a to be sly guy. Yeah, he's just he was very gay coded, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just slightly. <laughs> I like very him. much money obsessed. Oh yeah, it's like think of the money I could make off of you all. <laughs> yeah, and he is. I just couldn't get over his sick mustache. So mm-hmm. he does have a sick mustache. As someone with a mid mustache, I respect the, the sick mustaches. And then Rolf comes out of nowhere and says, Hell Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what was your reaction to that? I went, There it is. <laughs> that was like a lot later on in the movie. No, that's like right here. I said, yes. Yeah, but you skipped the whole part about um, oh, them with singing the, with the captain they with the rowboat? And the puppet show oh, yeah. and the rowboat and them meeting the Baroness. I think the puppet show happened after the Hitler salute. I think it happens right at, yeah. Think so. But oh. um, I mean, it didn't freak me out because I knew it was set in the the late 30s in Austria. So I was like, "Yeah, there's gonna be Nazi stuff." Yeah, at some but, point, I thought that they were played a, a bigger role in the plot than that they did. Like towards the second act, they were more involved. But going into the movie, I thought that they were, I thought that the Nazis were he- more heavily involved in the movie than they really were. I mean, the movie is just about Maria and the family, so it makes I think, sense. I think it was in the original story. I think it was more involved. Um, like, like the original, the the, the the real life, the real life thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I was shocked that that character did it because he seemed so like. Yeah, but I think I think they were trying to portray it like he got brainwashed mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the propaganda machine of like the Hitler Youth. Mm-hmm. It was really, really strong. The party was very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sad because he seemed like such a nice boy. Mm-hmm. He kind of hinted at it at the song where they were. 16. Singing 16, going on 17. 
because he said that somebody, I don't remember the person's name, but somebody was in town, um, but nobody was supposed to know about that. And uh, then he said that Captain Von Trapp was just so Austrian. And then Liesl said, well, we're all Austrian. And he's like, yeah, well, some people think we ought to be German. Yeah. And then and then Max is like, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah. He's very... Uh, Centrist? Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay, what? Hi. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect you until it affects you, right? Mm-hmm. And, dude, I like... Captain go f- f- instantly on his side when he's when at what race he's like never say that again. I was like, all right, I like Cap- I'm, I don't even care. He could be mean to me. I agree with him. <laughs> uh, I famously don't like Nazis. So <laughs> right, yeah. Who does? Uh, well, oh yeah. You, you know <laughs> he told me that before. I told you to watch the movie. But I, I do like learning about World War Two though. Yeah, so. for sure. No. I said that Austin would be sad that they didn't punch any Nazis. I, I was a little disappointed, but they did make them look like silly guys. They so. did. They did. Not the fun silly guys. The stupid silly guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. <laughs> oh, and so so the father <laughs> sees the children. Them just beating the shit out of Nazis. <laughs> a super wholesome movie. Just <laughs> all the kids dogpile them, <laughs> stabbing them. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl has the knife, <laughs> but it's like a prop knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, so the father sees the children on a boat with Maria having the time of their lives and then they all tip over. I love that. And that apparently so silly. the little girl didn't know how to swim. Oh. <laughs> so the plan was that she was standing next to Julie Andrews so that when they fell together, Julie Andrews would just catch her. But then when they rocked the boat, they fell different directions. The little girl fell, fell forward and Julie fell backwards. And so the little girl was like almost drowned. <laughs> And so then they finally got her out, but they felt so bad that they didn't make them refilm the scene, so they just left it all in. It felt way natural, so. Mm-hmm. I almost like that when like a scene like that doesn't feel too scripted. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's and then they get all wet and it's all they're all like having a blast because oh, yeah. and they're having a blast in real life too because who wouldn't love that when you're a kid? I know, especially with Julie Andrews. She seemed like she was such a fucking. Mm-hmm. The kids all just loved filming with her. I, I was reading that a bunch, like she was called like a Disney princess on set. I'm sure. And some of them did it like to be mean, but she just didn't care. I read that <laughs> um, she sang them Mary Poppins songs. Yeah. But they had never heard them before because Mary Poppins didn't come out in theaters yet. So they thought she was just making up songs for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's because like the kids in her have this like a really good chemistry together. Yeah. You could tell that the actors, the actors seem to at least trust her, and like it, all the scenes with her seemed very. It it felt very much like it was like a, like a family member or like a stepmom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and this is where she, where he's like, "Oh, were, were my kids in trees?" And she's like, "Yep, <laughs> yes, they were." <laughs> oh God, you love you love it. Oh wait, wait, it. real quick! I have another fun fact about the water scene. It was the water was so cold that the production crew. Um, gave the kids brandy to help keep them warm, to keep their bodies warm. Hell All yeah. right. Hey, it works. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was the 60s. It they was were the giving f- them cigarettes too. 50s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Late 50s. Late 50s. That's right, because they came out in 65. But Wait, didn't this movie come out in 59? No, no, no. It came the out musical, in 65. The musical, original musical came out in 59. Yes, yeah. this movie was in 60s. I'm sure they... The, the, it took so long to film movies back then. Right. 
Yeah, it took him two months to film the do the entirety of the Do Re Mi song because yeah. of all the crazy places they I mean, went. Yeah, Gamer took like a month, so I don't know how they. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. How and like Gamer's just as good as. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She hasn't seen that movie, so she has no it's idea. What so we're talking about. It's so bad. It's like bother. a two out of ten movie. It's so bad. Not like because it's offensive, just because it's, it's sucks. It sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just in comparison. Like, I guess like if you do take time on stuff, it could be good. <laughs> Uh, but then, like the kid, the kids run in, and mm -hmm. the Baroness goes in with them, and they their dad starts hearing singing, and he's like, "What is that?" It's singing. And she's like, "She's singing." Oh, I told him to sing to the Baroness. And they're just fucking in front of her. One's playing a guitar, <laughs> and they're singing away to her, and she's Baroness is like enthralled by them. She's digging it. Max mm -hmm. is sitting there like, "Haha, I found my singing crew, and I'm gonna make money off of you." <laughs> twirling his mustache <laughs> and i was convinced that he was going to be mad when he walked in yeah but he's like he like you softness kind of floods his face and he gives them all hugs he joins the yeah. singing and they're like you're singing huh and he's like i can sing and i think max even is like yeah he, he, yeah <laughs> well later on when he was playing edelweiss on the guitar um when they had to convince him to do it, Liesl said, I remember. I remember you doing it. Or like, I remember, Father. Oh, yeah, because she's the oldest one, so she would remember a little bit Yeah. of when the mom was still alive. Yeah, because this man's apparently just multi-talented. Mm -hmm. He can dance. He's can he dance? Yeah, captain. he can dance. He could do, like, the, the, the ballroom waltz. dancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was impressed. Like, I was like, I put little holding back tear emojis that's how much i liked that scene it didn't make me cry but it did make me like that was the last scene that they filmed really mm -hmm. that's cute uh and then he just seems so happy and i wrote like the cheesiest line i put he seems so happy she brought music back into the house <laughs> i get so cheesy with musicals i don't know what it is i get it is a cheesy musical, but it's good though. It's I good feel like cheese. A good musical should be cheesy. Yeah, it should be kind of corny. That's what I like about it. Not that this was corny at all, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you kind of gotta like get into it because they're. It's kind of silly that they just start singing and dancing all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of the puppet show? I thought it was so cute. It was an acid trip. It was an acid trip, but I just, they were all having so much fun. Each puppet was more horrifying than the last. I wish you could have been in the room with us while we watched this, Austin. Why would he do? He was just sitting there like, the fuck is that? I'm like, it's a puppet. <laughs> they were old, old 40s puppets, dude. And then at one point, the puppet's head like popped up and he was like, excuse me? They were ugly as hell. And he's like, am I on an acid trip? Also, there's no way those kids would know how to marionette those puppets like they were doing. I don't know. They're rich, man. They get lots of time on their hands. They're not allowed to sing and dance. Well, and then they're they not said, allowed to have fun. Uncle Max, can we keep the puppet stage or puppet show or whatever? He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why I build it to your father. And I'm like, wait, you just got this? Yeah, he's got puppet show, man. You just, what'd you do, bring it back? In that tiny little car? Yeah, Max did. He carried it on his back. <laughs> I I didn't think... I See, when I see puppet shows, I want it to be horrifying mm. like that. Like, I want it to be kind of creepy because, like, I don't know. Like, puppets are already kind of creepy. It's, full send it, man. That's how I am with lots of stuff. Just fucking full send it. <laughs> I feel you. 
And I don't also like every time there's a puppet scene in a movie, I always like it. I don't know what it is. I don't like have a fascination with puppets or anything. But you've never seen the Muppets. I've never seen the Muppets. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I've seen insane. I've seen Semi Street, but I've never seen the Muppets. All I watched right, Sesame that's Street. All right, I guess. We're, one of our other guests is going to watch one of the Muppet movies with us. So. I'm really excited. Because there's a few that you haven't seen. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know why. We just, it would never, it just never came up when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My uh, dad loves the Muppets. <laughs> my, none of my family ever talked about the Muppets. Never like in a bad light. They just. Yeah, it just never came up. Because I, I went from like Sesame Street and Barney. I skipped Power Rangers for some reason. Straight to Fast and Furious. <laughs> Basically, I like went straight to like. Dragon Ball Z and like mm-hmm. all those like anime shows that came out when we were like between nine and eleven, like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. And Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I did that with books too. Like I was reading like basic like Goosebumps, and then I jumped right to young adult in middle school where it was like Goosebumps is a good transition though. From I wouldn't say Goosebumps is like basic kids book. It's a kids chapter book. I know, I just but read it's one like and it's very kids chapter book. Yeah, I guess, but it's not like Captain Underpants. <laughs> well, you no, know, well Captain Underpants is like comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it would go like Junie B. Jones, Magic Treehouse, Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I jumped book ranges too. Like, I I just would skip stuff in my media. I don't know what was wrong with me. I mean, I do know what was wrong with me, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't have mean parents, kids. <laughs> um, puppet show, big party, big party, because Baroness wants to have a party to celebrate her, and she wants everybody to see her and meet the whole town. Yes. yes. This is where things really start picking up. Yes. I thought I wasn't going to like her so much. Me too. I thought she was going to be like a bitch. Like I thought she was going to be mom or something. Yeah. Like or have you seen Parrot Trap with Lindsay Lohan? Of course. I thought she was going to be like that. Like when the dad's getting married to the new young girl. Mm, yeah. I thought it was going to be that kind of situation. Yeah. When I think of that movie, I just think of the mom riding on the bike. What? What? Yeah, he's She's like riding on the back of... Like when Lindsay Lohan's and her mom, the mom's riding on the back of a bike with like her boyfriend. The mom doesn't have um, a boyfriend. No. What no, movie no, are like you talking about? The daughter's about? boyfriend. The daughter's boyfriend. I swear what, to God. What the no. fuck movie are you talking about? <laughs> the girls are um eleven years old. <laughs> Bro, I said Parent Trap, not Freaky I know Friday. You did. I know you did. <laughs> Get those movies mixed up for some reason. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I think I, I think I watched them at the same time. Like I understand. Around the same. That's I got my you. my brain like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Austin, cut that out. <laughs> but don't just leave Matthew yelling at me and nothing else. Cut out the part where Austin's stupid and leave in the part where I mean. So it's just <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> it's just Rachel's part. <laughs> ha But yes, I think the Baroness is a. <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> but yes that's yeah, what I thought you did for a second that's why I started laughing I was like, were, but yes because you were agreeing that we were dumb get back on track <laughs> <laughs> it's teacher voice comes natural <laughs> dude it's just Matthew Matthew is one of the hardest people for me to keep on to stay on track with yeah yeah <laughs> really everyone interesting else, everyone else I can hmm, never would have <laughs> Imagine that it was hard to stay on track with Matthew. <laughs> we uh, live together and we're married. I, I thought you were talking about me. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about that. Oh, it's most man. definitely hard to stay on track. <sighs> yeah, at the party, 
the kids are dancing and she starts teaching them how to dance. Yeah. In the back in the back courtyard or whatever. The Austrian folk dance. Yes. And then she starts dancing with the daughter, right? But the daughter doesn't know how to do it. So then the father comes in. Oh, because Maria and the daughter are dancing together. And then the father comes in. It was the son. In, it was right? the son. Oh, that's right. It was the younger son because she was having trouble doing the back twirly thing. Oh, yeah. And then the father comes in and starts yeah. dancing with Maria. And then she gets all flushed. And so does he. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Baroness picks up on that. <laughs> yeah. And Marie doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and she's like, like sassy about it, but like not really that mean about it. I was like, you can tell that she's a little jelly, but like, but like she's not mad at Marie for it. Mm-hmm. For the for a little, you know what I mean? Like as you would see in some other things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, get like evil eyes. But she's also just kind of like that's my um, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you are attracted to my guy. And she's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> She's like, I can see the way he looks at you, and I see the way you look at him. And she's like, what? He looks at me? <laughs> oh, no, what? And that's when she's like, I must go back to the Abbey. Uh, and but this, then they believe that like big the kid do the big like performance. Yeah, they sing "So Long Farewell," which I didn't know was from this movie. So I long do, I do. Farewell, Alvader saying good night. Do the little girl. The she's adorable. Broke me. She was so cute. Has gone. <laughs> to bed and so must I. And then she falls asleep on the stairs. It's so cute. I went oh, out loud. <laughs> I never, um, like little little girl like would little girls would do that in movies. It never really got me until I had a daughter, mm-hmm. and she does that shit. She'll be like a little naughty little monster, but then she'll just be like, <laughs> she'll like cover her face. There's a train again. Yep, every hour. <laughs> They got to get that Soylent down to the Chicago. I don't know cardinal directions. I don't know which way they're going. So <laughs> that way. I don't know what that way means. I mean that way. Is that north? Because Chicago must be it, north. He clearly pointed that way. But okay. you could put a gun to my head and say which way is north, and I would just pull the trigger for you. <laughs> <laughs> it makes my wife so mad, dude. I don't know. That's why I have that shit in my rearview mirror. I get so mad when I drive her car and it doesn't tell me her mirror doesn't tell me which way I'm going. I think of okay, where is East Moline, and then don't get us doxed. Oh, what? <laughs> you can say in the Quad Cities. And I, know, shit. I know. Oh, I know. sorry. I didn't no, you're know. Good. I was not given the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Just go ahead and say all of our addresses and social security numbers. I've been slowly giving Christiana's number out, <laughs> but like I'll just do rate. Like I'll be like random places. I'll be like, oh three, and I won't say what place it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I did the other last time, but she's like, fucking stop. And I'm like, what are you? They're never gonna do it. I mean, where is the east town of the Quad Cities? <laughs> of the Quad Cities, where it's like. Nine towns in one, actually. Where's yeah, the yeah, yeah. town labeled East something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, even then, I don't even know what direction that would be. Mm, I had to learn as I got older, but when I was, I had, I had no idea where anything was. I didn't, like, I couldn't tell you how to get from my house to Walmart when I was a kid. I can get there. I can get there now, but when I was a kid, I had no fucking clue. I, I was just in the backseat. I'm not gonna be able to get like, you there. Yeah. Playing Pokemon. Eat soggy waffles. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know that. So then, once like, you find the East Town, it spells we. Just figure it out. Yeah, and I know like moss is like, on okay. one side, and that's important. Yeah, but of... if I am nowhere near East Town, 
Jonathan. I don't know. <laughs> Looking for a new D&D podcast? Well, look no further. The Encounter Table is a D&D 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of Dungeons and Dragons. New episodes come out every other Wednesday. But that's enough of me, though. Let's meet the cast and characters. Jordan Make as Clarissa Coldshore. I think we should do a team vote. Who thinks we should go get potions? Raise your hand. Verbally. Verbally raise your hand. <laughs> Luke Godfrey as Scott Travis. Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Fucking hell. America's DM, Mike Galato. Dex is like petting just fucking this crab. shit their pants i swear <laughs> guys i i, I <laughs> who was that I, I need to i need to run off real quick i'll be right back <laughs> no way did Otto actually just shit himself on himself. record <laughs> joe LaJoyce has pressed an adeline i feel like i could die <laughs> <laughs> and myself brandon hall as dex turner we'll see you soon over at the encounter table this one goes out to my stepson. Uh, we've been in the same vagina under different circumstances. So uh, here it goes. What? He gets in the argument with a Nazi supporter and he fucking claps oh, back. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He yells at him. I forgot what he said. He's like, uh, oh, what does he say? He's like, no, I meant to be aggressive to you. I don't remember what the guy says. Oh, He's like, you're calling he says me a something, Nazi something about, um, did you, are you trying to, or Captain, you offend me? And he's like, oh, my bad. I meant to accuse you. That's what he says. Yeah. How clumsy of me! I loved that. Oh, I just—I wanted to mention that because I thought it was funny how you just like, oh, I meant to—I meant to accuse you, and he just like walks away, and it's sassy, very sassy. And then there's like a two-minute intracati part, <laughs> literal intermission, <laughs> entracht. Is that what it's called? Entracht. Entracht. Yeah. You look up the pronunciation, or you? Just no, listen? I was in. Uh, the pit orchestras of oh, musicals when I was a kid. Orchestra. I gotta know, did you skip through it or did you sit there? I had to turn my, I had to turn my Xbox controller on, so I just let it. Because <laughs> Matthew sat there as we were watching the movie and he said, guarantee you, Austin is skipping right through this. And she said, we're not going to. Because I, I said, thought it was going to be like super long. No, they're going to put a literal 15 minute intermission. And he <laughs> said, perspective band. In the DVD. I fucking wish they did though. <laughs> that, that was actual 15 minutes long. Yeah. Also, the only place to fucking rent this movie is Voodoo. Yeah, that was so weird. At nowhere in the world can you rent this fucking movie. It used to be on Disney Plus, but they took it off for some reason. And on Amazon, and Amazon you can't watch it there either. Yeah, it's like not available in your area or something. Yeah, I could watch the play of the movie. Probably if you had a VPN. I don't. I don't either, but it's available somewhere in the world. Could, yeah, you couldn't stream it anywhere. It's you could only rent it in one place. Mm. Did my coupon work? No. Damn it. I had to pay four dollars. Damn it. I'm sorry.
It's it would have okay. cost more in gas for you to drive out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. It was a three-hour movie. You got, I got my money's worth. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I paid for Ace Ventura and I got mad, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, after the um, intermission, because it leaves on her, you know, going back to the Abbey. Yes, she leaves because she's worried that she doesn't want to fall in love or something. And, or get in their way of the Baroness. And the Baroness and Max are talking as they're drinking pink lemonade. Um. And Max is like, well, how do you feel about becoming the mother to seven kids? She's like, oh, well, that's why we have boarding school. Yeah, which is fucked up. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what they did, didn't and they? She was, I just thought it was funny. She was trying to play with them, and they were just being so calm. All they were doing is, like, bouncing a ball back and forth. And she's like, ugh, and gets knocked over. I'm like, lady, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Don't you know how to play? <laughs> no, she's just a rich not. snob, dude. Um, and Max says that the drinks are too pink. And Max is upset by that. <laughs> I think they kind of implied there was like alcohol in it. Too. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. definitely was an alcoholic drink. I don't. Do you guys like pink lemonade? Yes. No. I don't like lemonade. I don't like lemons. <sighs> I don't like lemonade or orange juice. I could drink lemonade basically, but pink lemonade's fine too. But like lemons in general, listen. Me off. I'm um, not. A, I'm not gonna eat a lemon, but I like lemonade. I promise, I'm not a picky eater. I just don't like coffee, tea, lemonade, or orange juice. <laughs> We'll eat chicken nuggets and that's it. <laughs> oh, we God. had tuna for dinner tonight. Tuna's fire, though. Yeah. That's like part of our culture. I've also seen him <laughs> eating other foods. I can. He asked us if the Supreme it. Pizza was good the other day. So. I also don't like onions. <laughs> or green he does peppers. Not. Or green peppers. Green peppers are okay. Or olives. I hate black olives. Olives suck. That's fair. I'm more of a picky eater than he is. Let's be honest here. You're the one who orders mac and cheese and chicken tenders at every restaurant. I do not. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. At least 80% of them. No, I don't. It's a safe option, though. I mean, that's fair. It is. I What I do is what I find okay, from yeah, a place yeah. I don't order anything ever again. I just find a thing I like. and. Yeah, I usually do that until they change the menu. That's me. Yeah. I also don't need a menu 90% of the time. I'm going to know what I want from everywhere. Mm-hmm. It like makes me mad when people look at menus too long. <laughs> like, it's Pizza Hut. <laughs> what do you fucking need to look at? Do you like pizza? What do you want on it? Great. Do you want stuff crust? Because it's the only reason you go to pizza. <laughs> but the kids sneak out to go try to find Maria. <laughs> yeah, you bet. I'm gonna get a rant about menus if we keep it up. <laughs> and uh, well, they, well, they actually they tell. This is where he tells them that they're getting married. Oh yeah, and yeah, they all yeah. seem kind of mixed on it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're sad that the. That Maria just kind of abandoned them. Yeah, she, she left a say, note. Yeah, it. she didn't say goodbye or nothing, but she did leave a note. So yeah, they, they like they sneak out to go to the Abbey, and they do, they don't get let in. No, because Maria hasn't said anything since she's been back. Yeah, she just secluded herself, and just they does say her she went into seclusion. Only talks to prayer. Mm-hmm. And everyone, all of the sisters are like, "This is, this doesn't feel good. What is happening?" Um. And then she, we get to see the moment with her and the head mother. Yeah. Which was very sweet. She had a real nice heart-to-heart mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. She uh, tells her that she needs to go back to find out if, like, what she's feeling is real. And that, like, you might not belong in the nun world. You know, like, you, like this is not meant for you. Like, you can go live your life the way you want to live it. Well, because she also says, like... She's like, well, I don't want to turn my back on God, and I'm not a religious man, but I res- I respect people who are spiritual and but don't use it to hurt people or anything, kind of like how Marie was. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, 
Well, she's like, Marie, you don't, you're not turning your back on God just because you love a man. You could love a man and also love God. Mm-hmm. God would want you to find the path that's best for you. Yeah, it's very wholesome. Maybe, maybe he wants you to celebrate him by, you know, loving this family. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it. Yeah, following your passions. And then and she stuff. sings about climbing mountains. Yes. Which can be used metaphorically and ah, literally because they climb mountains. They do. They climb mountains. And that she nun, climbs mountains in her life. That nun can sing. Hell yeah. The mother can. nun can sing those sopranos notes. Mm-hmm. I was feeling it. I was like, dude, if they did that, if she was in my church, I'd be singing. <laughs> I didn't go to church. <laughs> I am baptized though, so I that's me too. Got those points. You are. Actually, wait. No, I'm not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Never mind. You didn't get drowned as a baby. <laughs> no, my dad and all his siblings did. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to hell. <laughs> Do you eat shrimp? No. Okay, so you're not going to hell for that. <laughs> yes, no, I don't know. Are you baptized? No. So I'm the only one here. The biggest sinner in the room is the only one that is baptized. <laughs> so you're safe. Yeah, that yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> I'm baptized in Lutheran. I don't know what that means, but... I mean, neither. I think my parents just did it for my grandma. Probably. It's usually just some tradition thing. I have cousins, so like, they had their communions and stuff, and they, like, don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, we have... None of my kids are baptized. So, you know, we're all just going to hell together, mm-hmm. so that's fine. That's okay. Um, we can have a podcast in hell. Podcast in hell. It's my fifth podcast. <laughs> And the kids come back and they get caught by the captain, like sneaking back into the yard. Oh yeah! And the captain's like, "Where were you?" And they they're, they're like, "Not giving a good story." Nope. <laughs> they were picking they were picking berries, but they ate all of the thousands of berries they picked. So the captain's like, "Well, I guess you don't need dinner then." So that's good. And like, <laughs> walks see ya. Through. He was so patient during that whole thing because mm-hmm. he he knows they're they were doing something. Yeah, they probably happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And as they're like, because they seem they feel guilty for lying to him. Mm-hmm. And as they're feeling guilty, Maria shows up. She returns. They were singing my favorite things to make themselves feel better because they were sad. Yes. Just like she taught them. And it's so sweet. They're so excited. And she's so excited to see them too. And then they're like, Father and the Baroness are getting married. And she's like, married? What? <gasps> but I came back here because I love him. And a cool little detail that I read about that I definitely did not pick up on is that the blue, the new shiny like blue outfit she's wearing when she comes back, you know? Yes. Okay. Um, that outfit, one of one of the nuns or like a new incoming nun that she that was just shown in the previous scene at the Abbey, she got that dress from somebody who was standing there because she didn't have any clothes. Oh. The only clothes she had were her nun clothes at the Abbey. So then she got she had to have gotten that dress from the girl who was standing there in the room and then came over to the kids this is true just mugged her for it yeah definitely yeah marie's actually a certified gangster so hey you have to give me your clothes you give them to the poor when you come into the abbey and and i am the poor i'm the poor and then this is where the baroness and the father just start talking about how their marriage might not work out yeah because you know, she sees that Marie's here. He, she catches him, st- like watching her. Yeah, and I mean, she, I, she, both of these people are all very mature with each other. Yeah, I was, I was really surprised. This that, is the most mature breakup in movie history, honestly. And which, 
you know, it's I think it's because they're everyone is all these relationships. There's like lots of communication, mm-hmm. and I think that's very it's very important with people, obviously. And you know, he's he's going to like break up with her, but then she like stops him and breaks up with him first, which I thought was like okay, that's that saves face for her, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, she's like, I. It's probably better off anyway. I need a man who needs me, or at least needs my money. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then she's just like, well, anyway, you, we, you know, we both know who you really are in love with, mm-hmm. Captain. Um, and he's like, it. It was nice though, because she's like, I did have a good time with you. I did value our time together. She's like, I. It, basically saying that like it wasn't a waste of time or anything. It's like you can have relationships where, you know, you break up with people and like you learn a lot about the about each other. I've never had any relationships like that. Me <laughs> All of mine have been terrifyingly ending in just toxicity, but <laughs> I don't know about you guys. No, we're each other's first relationship, so that's adorable. I love that. We're quite wholesome. Yes. I've quite. only had three, so it's not <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, technically I had one in high school, but that doesn't count. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's that's nice. Um, you know, the, I've never experienced that kind of breakup. <laughs> I imagine if if as long as me and I don't something don't do something bad to each other, it probably breaks in like something like that because we're both right. very uh, level headed with relationship stuff. So I've had like where there was friendships that like were culminating into that, but then like either I broke it off or they did before anything happened. Yeah. So, because I didn't like want to date somebody if I knew I was gonna not work out. Yeah. It's like if I already knew this probably wasn't gonna work out, I'm not gonna waste my time. Yeah. But that, that was just sense. me. I don't know why I was like that, but I just was. Hey man, it's a spectrum, my guy. Some people are like in, you know, into the relationship to to get the sex stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I, mean? I was just like, ah, it's not worth it. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't like have a lot of sex stuff either, so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's actually the, what I tell. That's what my official term for it. I call it sex stuff. Sex stuff? Yeah, I keep it very uh, medical. Do we sex stuff? <laughs> I said that last episode. You must poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, then, then we get the fucking gazebo again. Cause, dude, Gotta have all those romantic scenes in the gazebo. I'm going to tell you. I love gazebos. I'm just saying, real bitches love gazebos. I'm just saying. My grandpa thinks we should build one in our backyard. You have plenty of room. It would look nice. Your mom thinks we should have a pool, so. No, no pools. Well, why do we need a gazebo? Because they kind of look cool. We could have like a big oval one. Are there square gazebos? Well, like instead of a circle, it'd be like long. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like a bean gazebo. (laughs) A gazebo, if you will. (laughs) <laughs> Bean Bazebo. I'm stuck on Bazebo right now. <laughs> I did not expect their uh, to be rom- a Bazebo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect their relationship to blossom so fucking fast. Yeah, he was quite appalled. He's just like, okay, well, just I'm gonna ditch you now. Hi, I love you. Let's so, get married. Because yeah, like all in the same day. He told the kids that he was going to get married and then asked her and then he got engaged and then broke up with her and then told Maria he loved her all in the same day. But he'd loved her ever since she sat on that silly pine cone. Oh, sure. Yes. This is bullshit. She'd loved him ever since he blew that stupid whistle. I don't believe that for a minute. (laughs) I, 
is that is that what that's what they that's what they say do they tell each other yeah Yeah. i can buy the waltz dance at the earliest because that's when you saw like her Uh -uh. eye you can see it in her eyes she's like do i love you but i i i I thought they started to develop feelings when they started like opening up with the kids and stuff yeah Yeah, that makes sense i'm not saying that that's the right answer that's just what i felt is like that's where i started to notice it I didn't notice, like, I didn't think that that was going to be the plot. As one of my so, English like, I wasn't professors, looking out for oh, it. sorry. Go ahead. As You're... one of my English professors told me in high school, there is no right or wrong answer. If you can back it up with evidence, it's correct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, like, because yeah, dinosaurs aren't real. Um, and I have evidence. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen one? Yeah. Have you ever seen an elephant? <laughs> I've rode on an elephant. I didn't mean to say elephant. <laughs> We you know the famous dinosaur, the elephant? Uh, I got three hours of sleep, man. I'm sorry. Uh, but then they kiss. They kiss. Second kiss in a movie. It's our first one. And they kissed. Yeah, it it's is. Our, it's our second, like, first kiss in a movie. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they say, kissed. I love you. Yeah, they do. I, you didn't feel it? It's I felt too it. soon. Somewhere in their youth or childhood, they must have done something good. Yeah, that's what they say. Because that's the next song. Mm-hmm. I must have done something good. I don't know how it goes at all, but... Yeah, then they have a beautiful wedding, and all the Abby sisters are there, which mm-hmm. I thought was, was sweet. And there's some kid who's bouncing all over the damn place <laughs> on the church bells. Did not you didn't see that? that. You missed that part? That you know it's when... like right after the wedding. It's just like a little... Because you know how blurb. they have those church the bells, somebody has to ring it by hand? Yeah. There's just a little boy who like jumps on the rope and he's like bouncing all over the place. Hell yeah. Swinging on the bell. I want to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they go on their honeymoon and in come the Nazis. Yeah, hard cut to just hard cut to Nazis. Hard yeah. This is everywhere. Hell yeah. Take over. Max is like, hey, you're gone. I'm a I'm gonna train these kids and we're gonna we're gonna go sing in this festival because your dad's not here and he can't tell me otherwise, and then I also like this part with Max too, because like he was all like for just like playing, you know, the middle, and then he actually experiences what it's like to talk to a Nazi, mm-hmm. and he's like, maybe this isn't good, because <laughs> he keeps wanting to say, you know, hell Hitler, and he's just like raising his hand limply, hell, hell Hitler. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, and Liesel's like, Ralph, just come over tonight and deliver it yourself, and he's like, no. No, I'm a Nazi now. <laughs> Pretty much. And their their home is apparently the only home in Austria or something that, or at least in the town, that isn't flying the Nazi flag. Yeah. Yes. And then the one guy was like, well, we've taken care of that. And then the guy oh, yeah, gets then home the... and we see him ripping it down and oh. ripping it to shreds. Yeah. The little Fuck girl yeah. calls it the flag with the black spider on it. That makes it sound way cooler than it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when he was ripping that flag, there's just something that there's not many things that gets me patriotic anymore. But Nazi slander gets me patriotic. When you're watching a World War II movie, it's like, go America! <laughs> or like, have you ever seen Band of Brothers, that TV show? Uh, no. That's a fucking good ass TV show. It shows horrors on all sides, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's a little bit of American propaganda. But yeah, <laughs> it's good. Violent, though. Whew. Then Liesl had a teen moment, a teen moment where she's like, "Mother, I think something's happened to my boyfriend." What do I do when we don't, when he doesn't love me anymore? And she's like, "Just wait a year or two, and then they sing about it." She's like, "You might cry a little." 
That's fine. She's she's still mature about it though. She's just like, okay. <laughs> and then he gets a telegram about the Nazis, and I don't. The Nazis want him to be a captain for them. Basically. Yeah, and he's like, "We've got to get out of Austria." I'm not doing the accent right, but <laughs> yeah, they, their accents are like trans. What are the transatlantic? Like, what is? is I it, have no idea. It wasn't an Austrian accent because it's not like they're not like British, but. It's like a European accent, but it, it doesn't sound like an Austrian person. I don't think, does it? I have no idea. Is Austrian oh, more? Like they wouldn't be speaking English, so because like. like in my head it was like German, but obviously the Germans are taking over, so they're not like it's not a German accent. But yeah, I can't remember what. I don't know. But I don't think they would be speaking English. No, 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 no. Especially, so, especially the Nazis. They did, did not speak English. Certainly not. Um. But yeah, so like. But then they go home and Captain's like, I don't want you singing in that festival. Yeah, because uh, it's a Nazi festival. It's a Nazi festival. And, but then he reads the telegram finally and he's like, we got goal, right? And then they start pushing the car that night to leave town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. They got, got. Guess who shows up? Mr. Nazi guy. And he's all in t- trying to be intimidating. Yeah, the guy from the party. The yeah. asshole from the party. Erzer, something like that. Yeah. He's got I some fucking douchey-ass Nazi title. Uh, and he, they're trying to convince him that, oh, our car just died, so we're pushing it. Oh, yeah, go start it. Crunk. <laughs> Vroom. Oh, Vroom. it's fixed. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Good thing Max signed him up for this stupid festival. Yes. Because otherwise, what would they... Uh, they mm. Arrested, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then they 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 uh, chaperone them like they lead them to the the festival. Mm-hmm. And, then and, Max uh, comes up with a plan. A plan. See, see, I didn't catch that. I must have missed that. I thought Max was to betray him in the scene. Oh no, because he said, "I think it'll work. I shall miss you. I shall miss you all." And then he goes out there like, Captain Von Trapp's family wants to sing for you one more time because he's yeah. going to be taken into the third right. And then Reich. the whole audience is like, huh? Right. Sorry. And then they, all in the audience are like, oh, no, 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 no. And there's just Nazis everywhere watching, like ready to arrest him or take yeah, him. Yeah, they're like watching the balconies. Mm-hmm. They're in the upstairs and stuff on the yeah. walls. See, like I took that. I missed that. I missed that. I must have just been interacting with Gwen or something. That it was Max's idea. Yeah, I missed that line Mm because I thought Max just betrayed them. No, because he was like, oh, they're in the festival. You can't take them. Everyone's going to want to see them. They're amazing. It'll be good for them to see that you're not taking Austria. Yeah. They give a a lovely performance and um, they go back into like the locker room area, I'm assuming, to announce the winners. Mm Mm-hmm. And they announce all the winners, and it's super long, <laughs> the announcing is, and that one lady just won't leave. <laughs> she just keeps bowing. She bows like 70 times. <laughs> and when they call their name, what happens? <gasps> they don't come out. Bam, bam, bam. And isn't it Ralph that runs out? And he's like, they're gone. I don't know if it's Ralph, but it's somebody. It's some, some German guy. I don't know. Some traitor. And... And they like all the Nazis are running into their cars looking for him, and they go to the Abbey. Yes, mm-hmm. they go to the Abbey and they hide behind. Are they graves? Are those like? I'm gonna say yes. Because the whole thing just looked like a giant cemetery, but these ones were behind gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they're called like um, 
monuments or like monoliths or something. I can't it must have been very important to be behind locked gates. Yes. Um, and they're hiding. It's like a really tense moment where they're like. It is very intense. I'm surprised that they weren't like, hey, nuns, come open this. Yeah. I mean, obviously they did that on purpose, but. They didn't want to leave because they probably didn't want to like. Uh, I guess they could have had some people stay, but yeah. Um, and the Nazis like you know shine the lights on him and don't see him, but then Ralph hides behind a gravestone. Yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. All the Nazis leave except for Rolf. Yeah. And then Captain Von Trapp is like, "What are you doing? You're a kid." Yeah, he tries to convince Rolf to stay and not be a Nazi, and he does take the gun from him. Mm. But he says you'll you're gonna you're never gonna be like them. And then he's like, Lieutenant, they're here. <sighs> he blows his whistle. He me? does blow his whistle. Why are there so many whistles in this movie? It's a military thing. I think good way to get attention. This is true. And it, oh, we also mentioned the mother, the head mother, tells them they're gonna have to go through the mountains because yes. the borders are closed. Yes. Um. And what I put here. And pulls a gun. Ralph then catches them and pulls a gun on the captain and runs for his Nazi dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what do I type like that? What's wrong with me? Um, but then they, the family hops in, in like a car and zooms off, and yeah. the Nazis hop in their car. And Best fl- freaking part of the yes. whole movie. <sighs> Mother, I have sinned. Holds up car engine parts. <laughs> <laughs> what is this sin, my children? We took the engine parts from the car so the Nazis can't go away. <laughs> I said, hell yeah, fuck Nazis, dude. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I love that part. That was probably one of my favorite parts in the movies. Yeah, the that movie. was very clever. Um, and then it, we see them walking out. They escape through the mountains. And they escape. climb up over the mountains, and then Matthew sat there and goes, this is not the end. What? No, this is not the end. <laughs> the movie just ended. I thought yeah. I thought there was gonna be more. No. Like I knew, like I wasn't was paying attention mad. to what time it was. It's been three hours, but like, I was like, wait, what happens next? <laughs> I'm like, that's it. Bruh. Like, Rolf is a just Rolf is a Nazi, and yep. but then what? I guess that you just assume that they escaped to freedom. At intermission, he was like, "That's not the end, is it?" And I'm like, dude, there's so much more. <laughs> Yeah. The main story's coming Cause, up. Because isn't in the main story they escape to like America or something? I can't yeah, in, in real life they, uh, it, well, and in real life they don't, their escape is not dramatic at all like this. No. In real life they just got on a train and left like the day before the borders closed. But they they weren't even hiding like in real life. They just got on a train and left and then they eventually flew to America and lived in Vermont or something but for safety. But um. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess before we get into like all the fun facts and stuff that we didn't mention, because we mentioned a lot of them already, um, let's give our final thoughts. And uh, I guess we can, I don't know who wants to start the final thoughts, give our rating and stuff during that. It's my favorite movie, which is why I made you two watch this. <laughs> is it genuinely your favorite movie? Yes. Okay, I was I knew it was one of yours. I didn't know if it was like your number one. Yes, it's my number it's one. It's your fight club. It's my, yeah, sure. <laughs> She's never seen Fight Club. No. My wife hasn't either. She didn't get to watch that one with me because she was at work. Mm. I did ta- tell her about the entire plot, though, because we were I was excited yeah, for like yeah, a whole yeah. month after we watched that movie. Um, anyway, this is Sound of Music. So what is your favorite movie of all time? What is your like rating out of 10? So uh, five is like just a, good, just a movie that's that's okay. Just that's average, average. mid-movie. 10. 10? 10 out of 10. 
Way to go. 10 out of 10. Otherwise, I wouldn't have made you watch it. (laughs) That makes sense. Yep. I understand. I also did suggest Rat Race, though, when you guys did that. That's true. That is one of your favorite movies. I mentioned that. It was one of your favorite movies. It's so stupid, but it's (laughs) so great. That's why, yeah. It would have got more points if that one guy wasn't in there. Oh, yeah. Atkinson. I don't like him. (laughs) Um. But yeah, so like I, I really like this movie. I liked it too. Like for me, um, for for my rating, like, hmm, I guess like it was a pop culture phenomenon of its time. Julie Andrews oh, yeah. is amazing. Like I was in love with her character when like the first ten minutes, you know, because oh, she was being sweetheart. all crazy. Yeah. Um, it was really down to earth. I like I I I thought this movie was gonna like not age well because the only parts the only clips that I had seen were like obviously the songs, but then um, I had seen a clip of when they were at the big party, yeah, and it was like oh this is like really dated because yeah. you know the just the the style of the house and the fashion and all that. But then watching the movie from beginning to end, I really liked it. Yeah, I would give it for me. I guess either somewhere a seven or eight. I don't know if I'll give it an eight. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I like musicals. It's, it deserves yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, you know it was very long, which I usually I love long movies. Like it's fine. That's not an issue. But that is something that you mentioned. Like it's a long movie. Mm-hmm. Some parts are very drawn out, but it feels like it it builds in a very nice way. Like it's not like a crazy a build or anything, but it's just a nice build. It's like a, it's very slice of lifey, which is very sweet. Um, it's a classic. I'm I'm happy to finally scratch it off. Like I can say that I've seen it, um, and like I like see the it just it's it's inspired so much, obviously. Um, and I, I was gonna when I when I when I originally finished it, I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, and then now after digesting it and like discussing it. I think I really, I think I really liked it more than I originally thought. So I, I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten too. Eight out of ten. Solid. Um, yeah, you did. Yes. It, it's not my favorite musical I've seen, mm-hmm. but it was like I don't regret it. That was a good. That was just a good watch. I will say I think I like Mary Poppins better personally. Mary Poppins is like a nine for me. But this movie is really good. Hold up. The new Mary Poppins? No, no, no. I'm talking about the Julie Andrews Mary Kay. Poppins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also watched the new Mary Poppins. We we saw the new Mary Poppins in theater, and I had never seen the original. Yeah. And then I saw the original, and I was like, holy shit, this is really good. Julie Andrews kills it as Mary Poppins, too. She just, I think she just kills everything. Yeah. she's. <laughs> wasn't she famous before this I'm Sound sure. of Music? Oh, and the 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 actress who played the Baroness too was like really famous performer. Yeah, well, I figured when her name was was said with her title at the beginning of the yeah, character. yeah, and and she that was actually a compromise because she wanted to get paid more money because she was like kind of twitty about it. She was like, I deserve better than this, and so they her agent and the movie studio compromised by making her name really big at the beginning. It helped because it made me pay attention to her character a lot more. Yeah. I mean, she does all the actors are good in this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, my last thing is I, I suggest anyone who loves musicals to watch this, but anyone who loves musicals has already watched this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and like, I feel like I, sh- I shouldn't have been allowed to say I like, I love musicals before I seen this movie because it's like, 
It's like being like, I love horror movies, but like never have seen like The Exorcist, the Friday the Thirteenth, or something, you know, like <laughs> uh, or like The Thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which I've never, I've never seen it, but I have seen that. Um, but yeah, so solid, solid, just good scores all around. Yeah, that's our first. That's our second ten out of ten from someone too. <laughs> Mine was Fight Club. If you didn't guess, I haven't given a ten out of ten out. No, because you're a snob, and nothing's perfect. <laughs> I am a many things, but I'm not a snob. No, I know. <laughs> I also believe nothing's perfect, but just for me personally, I it's a ten for me. Fight Club. I I would think so. I don't know. Maybe Interstellar would be up there. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch that because it has to like really impact me like multiple multiple times for me too. Yeah, because Fight Club was like once big time, and then. All uh, like, it, the LGBT, all, all the gay stuff really. That really movie hit me hits too, me so. hard every time I've watched it, and every time I get something new out of it. That's the what I want in a movie. Music is just a childhood feel good movie, but except I'm probably like one of the only people who actually watched it in their childhood. So, <laughs> yeah, valid. nowadays we all got the weird movie we watched when we were kids. You know, the parents be like, "Oh, the sound of music is on." The huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. It was uh, distributed by 20th Century Fox, apparently. I don't know if it's changed, but like I don't know. That's just Wikipedia said. Um, it is rated G, which I think it's our second G movie. Was Fox and the Hound G, or was it PG? I'm sure it was G. I think it was PG because there's guns in it. Oh, true. That's yeah. true. So this is our first G movie. Um, the, uh, the music was by Richard Rogers. Uh and then Oscar Hammerstein the second was a lyricist, and Ivan Kostel was the score. And like the, I mentioned that because like the soundtrack of this movie was like people like went crazy for it when it yeah, came out. And and those guys were the ones from the original screenplay, um, the original musical that came out before this, and they were really famous just musical writers. They kind of started the craze of musicals from the 40s and 50s. And in this movie, I saw a video on it. I didn't know this beforehand. But this movie um, was kind of the last movie of like the golden age of musical era of the 40s and 50s. Okay. Uh, Yeah, but the, the album reached number one position on the Billboard 200 in 1965. And it remained on the top 10 for 109 weeks. Dude, this movie was in theaters for four and a half years straight. Four and a half years. It was the 60s, so that was the only way you could watch a movie in general. But still. It also broke rental records, too. I have all the facts on that, Jesus. too. Um, but it also was best-selling in that UK as well. And it spent 70 weeks on the top 100 there. Wow. And in 2015, Billboard named it the second greatest album of all time. Second greatest album of all time. That's wild, dude. I wonder what was their number one. Uh, Limp Biscuits. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Limp Biscuit album. It was no, it was, it was all hot the right dog flavored water. <laughs> was it 2015 when they remade this movie on a In live? Uh, yeah. Um, with Carrie Underwood. I think so. That was Carrie Underwood, right? Yeah. I think it was. Oh, is that when they were doing like live Grease and all that? Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah, did yeah. a live. They did. I forgot about that. I didn't watch that. Performance of it. Um, so the budget for this movie, okay? I'm going to give you the money it cost in 65. Or yeah, yeah. Whenever 60, whatever. Original, non-inflated. $8.2 million. Production cost? Uh-huh. Wow. And in 
2022 money, that's $76.1 million. That is a massive production cost. That's a cost. massive movie. There wasn't any information on the opening weekend because they just weren't tracking it very well back then. Uh, or the website, the websites I used didn't. The U.S. total for its time in, in theater, so the four years or, or whatever, yeah. was $158.7 million, which inflated is $1.5 billion. $1.5 billion? That's wild. It did 1.2, everywhere else, billion dollars. So the worldwide total was $2.7 billion. That's yeah. what I mean. So it had a profit of $2.58 billion. Jesus Christ. Good job, Sound of Music. <laughs> so People's... I think that's why they only let it on one service at a time. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. The critical res- the critic response. Uh, oh, yeah, also, I just thought this was interesting. One million in 1965 is worth $9.3 million now. And 9x. That's crazy. That's such an inflated, dude. So inflated. Uh, so after the critic response, the film was mixed. Um, it w- but it was a major commercial success, becoming the number one box office film for four weeks and the highest grossing film of 1965. Which, uh, yeah, <laughs> makes it was only sense. Be- it was only beat out by The Godfather. Yes. Um, as far as runtime in theaters, I saw. Yeah, and it became the highest grossing film of all time, and it beating Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. And it held that for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it broke previous box office records in 29 countries. Uh, four and a half years. It had two successful re-releases. And the fucking... It ended its, its last day was on Labor Day in 1969. Uh, and then it made, in rentals, it made $632.4 million in the U.S. and Canada alone. Wow. That's inflated, obviously, but... Yeah. Like, holy shit, dude. People went fucking bananas over this movie i didn't like that's one of those things is like i didn't realize that it was so just worldwide phenomenon of a movie i I, yeah but like it makes so much sense it does now that i'm looking back because i knew it was like a success and everyone loved it but i didn't know it made that much Mm -hmm. that much revenue and stuff and i also read that the guy who played the father captain did not like this movie yeah, I don't... he did not like filming it. He didn't like working with kids. He didn't like his character because he had to be. I don't think he, he liked be... Julie Andrews either. I, yeah, I don't know about that one. But... I have some facts about. I think about that, but yeah, and and my favorite thing was that he publicly called this movie the sound of mucus. Yes, we're talking about the same That's person. That's a little extreme, don't you think? He was not quiet about it either. <laughs> he, and listen, and likened working with Dame Julie Andrews. Is it her first name? I guess. To being hit over the head with a big Valentine's Day card every day. Who oh. doesn't like that? <laughs> I'm assuming he's just kind of like a very like straight and narrow guy. Yeah, and she's just so like bubbly. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah. Christopher Plummer accidentally said the word captain to Julie Andrews during the argument scene. Yeah, but they yeah. left it in. Yeah. <laughs> and when she's in the beginning when she's running to the door, she trips. Yeah, those that was an accident, accident too. <laughs> I wondered that when I watched it, and they they were just like, it just feels so real, and it it makes it, yeah, for sure, because she absolutely would trip. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, the when they were filming, the Friedrich, the oldest boy, the actor grew half a foot while they were filming, and so they didn't want him to be to look older than the oldest sibling. So like they just never had them stand next to each other after that. 
Yeah. And then there was a couple scenes they had to stand on boxes or something. That's funny. Probably during like the dance scene or something. Probably. When they were dancing together. So I thought, I wrote this down. This was the most liked trivia fact on IMBD, which I always find interesting, the most liked one. Um, It was Charmian Carr, who played Lysol. She was 22 at the time of this. She wrote in her autobiography that she was attracted to Christopher Plummer, who played her father. And play, Plummer admitted that the feeling was mutual, but insisted that they didn't go beyond more than flirtation. Oh, what the fuck? No. <laughs> so, At least she was an adult. They, yeah, they were both adults. But still, <laughs> Lord. That was the, why was that? The, why is that the most liked one? It had like <sighs> two thousand likes or something. That's wild. Uh, yeah, he, he admits that he that that actor admits that he found Andrews insufferable and annoying. <laughs> And referring to her as Miss Disney to other cast and crew, wow! But he later admitted he was being immature. You think? And he was, but she and she's a great actress, and they they like became good friends eventually, and like till his death. Yeah, he softened up on the movie years later, but at the time he hated it. Uh, what was your guys' favorite? So I mean, we mentioned some of your favorite quotes, right? But one of my favorite ones we didn't mention it when we were talking about the movie, but when they're talking about that she has issues. Uh, Sister Margarita says, after all, the wool from a black sheep is just as warm. I love that. That's so nice. Such a nice way to look at that. I love that. I don't know. I just wanted to Yeah, no, that's Because nice. we talked about almost all the other quotes I said. Mm-hmm. Oh, besides only grown up men are scared of women. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, any, any more fun facts? Because there's a, t- a ton of fucking awards. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and something that I thought was funny was that they talked about um, the real Von Trapp family did all kinds of interviews, obviously, like following the release of this film. And so one story w- that was told was that the real one of the daughters proclaimed to her teacher in front of the class when they tried to make them sing the German national anthem, like in schools and stuff. Yeah. And the kids refused to because their dad told them not to. And she told the teacher in front of the class, she said, my dad would said that he would rather put ground up glass in his teeth than sing the song. Me too. And and die in a pile of dung. Based. <laughs> that's that's the shit that Gwen's gonna say to teachers. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna get called in the sir, <laughs> and she's gonna be in like sixth grade, and she's gonna be like, we so yeah, we were talking about this historical event, and she said that it's the patriarchy's fault for causing all these issues, and like she was kind of rude, but like. And I was like, well, is she, was she wrong? <laughs> did she curse or anything? Well, no. Okay. Have a good the, day. The patriarchy did do that. So what do you want me to say? <laughs> it's like, draw one of your dad's favorite activities. And she draws a picture of you punching Nazis and <laughs> stabbing them. So much for the tolerant left. I don't want to be tolerant. I want you dead. <laughs> School counselor. I have a concern of a child. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> she keeps screaming fuck Nazis to the guy in the Confederate flag shirt. <laughs> the real so the real family they got two invitations. One was for the dad to be a captain. Then they got an invitation for the family to sing at Hitler's birthday. Ooh. And then they got a third one and then the dad was like, "Okay, we can't say hit we can't say no to Hitler twice or three times. We got to get the fuck out of here." <laughs> he was he was a very petty yeah. Evil man. Yeah. Um. So how how do we want to handle these award nominations? Because they were nominated for seven and one tw- one thirteen. There was lots of them. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. 
They were only nominated for seven, but... Oh, like there was they 20 were, total? Yes. Okay, yeah, They I were understand. nominated for 20, and they won 13 of them. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm just going to... I'm just going to fly through them. Yeah, yeah. The Academy Awards, they were nominated for six awards, and they won two of them. They won Best Picture and Best Director. This is like Oscar Academy? Okay, yeah, the yeah. Academy Awards. Uh, and the they what the movies they lost to for the other ones was Dr. Zivago. You guys ever seen that? Nope. I've heard of it. And a Winters in a Patch of Blue and Darling. No clue. Nope. Um, so those movies had to be good to be low, I guess, to lose. Uh, they won a, the Golden Globes. They were they were nominated for four, and they won two. They won both Best Motion Picture and Best Actress. That tracks. Uh, and uh, let's see. There's a bunch of other like ones that are small, or like they don't exist anymore. But uh, the Writers Guild of America, uh, it gave the, it was Best Written American Musical in '65 from Ernest Lehman, which I know is like a, a high praise. To win that award, uh, there's tons more. I will list them all in the, uh, the like the notes mm-hmm. for the source notes for this um, episode. If you guys are interested, uh, but like there's like Directors Guild of America, Golden Globes, Laura Awards, like tons of stuff. This movie was beloved and is still loved to this day. And I didn't want to mention this: the American Film Institute of recognition. It has included this movie in five top 100 lists of all time. In the best tenth anniversary movies, it has the best Cheers and the best musicals. It's been on all these top one hundred lists. The best Cheers. Yeah, I'm starting like hooray. Oh, sure. It's probably for when Lisa went. Wee! It's probably from that. <laughs> uh, best Passions and three of its songs has made the hundred best songs of all time list. Yeah, it's got to be though a deer and favorite I things. And I think sixteen going on seventeen. Yeah, year. probably. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, then. We usually end the show with the ratings from the big three sites. Did any of you look this up? Oh, no, I didn't. I have it all here. I don't know if you took a look at it before. No, she didn't. I was not given an assignment. I didn't give. No, I just. <laughs> I'm I'm always curious. I always look it up. I meant by even, him. Oh, even when I, for the show, I would always, I would always look. I think I always look at IMBD because I always pull up to see who's in the show. <laughs> so I'm like, that guy looks familiar. I did say, do you want me to do anything? He said, oh, no. Just watch the movie and talk. I'm like, okay. Yep. I don't, yeah. I don't even require Matthew to do anything except watch the movie and talk. I would. I just do this. I'm just. Don't me 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 so. I love taking notes and Excel sheets. I am crazy, uh, but IMBD gave it an 8.1 out of 10 from 247,000 people, which is on pat. It's kind of like the, our median between us three. Rotten Tomatoes. It has an 84% on the tomato meter, which is the critic response, and a 91% audience score. So very high praise. All very around. nice. Metacritic. Well deserved. Though. Metacritic though. <laughs> No. The snobbiest place on the internet, <laughs> which is why we always pull from Was them. Was it bad? They gave them a 6.3 out of a 63 Shh. out of 100, the critic score. Jeez. Oh, and I, I, I got these because some of these are from 1965. I got them, and I love it. I love reading critics eat their own words. I love it. Um, And the user score is 8.4. So, again, again, as we always say, critics are fucking, again, <laughs> don't mm. know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> again, they probably didn't like it because it was fun. Um, in 2016, The Telegraph, Sarah Crompton gave it 100 out of 100, saying, As an Andrew, she is just a joy, conveying enough doubt beneath that brisk, clean exterior to stop her character be- from becoming a prig. Her, com- com- her comedic timing and the way in which she convinces her relationships with the children are so understated that they can be underrated. So she loved it. Um, the Daily News 
1965 by Kate Cameron also gave it a hundred out of a hundred. And a lot of these were like scans of papers. It, they were so cool to see like black and white papers and shit. Um, says Robert Wise has transformed the delightful Rogers and Hammerstein musical stage production of the sound of music into a magical film in which Andrews gives an in- endearing performance in the role of Maria, the governess. Um, let's see TV guide magazines. It goes from a hundred to like almost to like start getting into mid instantly. Some, some critics hated this movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. I said, uh, TV guides magazines, uncredited staff, Gave it in 1965, said 50 out of 50, 50 out of 100, saying it's so perfectly contrived and mechanic, mechanical and fresh as a daisy, it's infuriating. It was too wholesome and fun. Mechanically contrived and fresh as a daisy? Mm-hmm. It was too fresh as a daisy. What does that even mean? It means it was, that the daisy was too fresh and it was too fun and they didn't like it. Like there wasn't enough dirt on it. Oh, sure. There was not literal Nazis in the movie. There what? was, but they didn't punch him, so <laughs> nobody got shot. Uh, there was, yeah. There's only one gun. I mean, they were pretty tame <laughs> for <laughs> for Nazis. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny that the tame Nazis are still uncomfortable to deal with. Mm. Uh, the New York Times is Bosley Crother gave it a forty out of a hundred in sixty-five, saying Miss Andrews, with her air of radiant vigor, her appearance of plain Jane wholesomeness, and her ability to make her dialogue as vivid and appealing as she makes her songs. Brings a nice sort of Mary Poppins logic and authority to this role, which is always in peril of collapsing under its weight of romantic nonsense and sentiment. So it sounded like it was all praise until the last part of the last sentence. Yeah. That's how she didn't like Bro, the romance what didn't part? you not like? He the said so part. much and so little. Dude, have critics always been like this? <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we're getting into the 30s out of 100s. And... Uh, so the New Yorker's Pauline Kale said in, didn't give me the date, but it looked like 65. Whom could the operator offend? Only those of us who, despite the fact that we may respond, loathe being manipulated in the way and are aware of how cheap and ready-made are the responses we are made to feel. So she thinks, they think that the movie told us how we're supposed to feel? The the movie told us we we were supposed... That the movie, she was saying that the movie's treating its audience like we're stupid and that it has to tell us when we're supposed to be happy or sad or whatever. Well, I don't That's know how I read that, I don't know when that happens. I don't know. Okay. I don't agree with her at all, but. Uh, there's two more. I got an expert from an Ebert article. I like read a couple of his articles. Okay. I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to look up on his website. I couldn't find anything. No, I just did it because you, I just, it's the joke that you like Ebert and I hate him. <laughs> just played into that bit. Yeah. Um. Robert Dave Creer gave it a 30 out of 100 in 2011, saying this 1965 hit is the sort of film that reeks of emotional music. Muzak. Muzak? Muzak. M-U-Z-A-K. Emotional Muzak. I don't know. It's some pompous term, probably. The most elemental response program right into the scenario. Every audience sniffle and tear has been taken into account. God, it just sounds like a circle jerk. I just... Yeah, completely agreeing with the other person. Uh-oh. Go back to Reddit. Um, Ebert says he said this in another article about another musical and I want you to help me decipher it because I don't know if it's good or bad Okay. Uh, since the sound of music unhappily, mu- unhappily musicals have been locked into the reserve seat format that in turn apparently means they have to be a long expensive weighed down with the necessary production values and filled with pretension 
It was a gloomy sight to see the great songs and performances of Camelot trying to get out from beneath the dead weight of the expensive, unnecessary, distracting sets and costumes. Yeesh. Yeah, he th- it sounds like he thought the movie was oh. a little bit pretentious and overdone. Like you said, the production value was fucking huge. Would they spend like $9 million on this movie? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, he's saying. Yeah, he's saying that the movie came across as really pretentious, and that all musicals try to emulate that. What he's basically, because he wasn't. It wasn't. This wasn't a review for them. Yeah, he was saying like it's unfortunate that these types of musicals think they have to be so pompous. So those were the critic reviews. Um, I, I, there were some other positive ones, but they were all from like modern time. I tried to get this. I tried to get ones from when they came out, but it's hard because like the internet has so much, and a lot of it's not preserved mm-hmm. like how many articles do we find that they're snippets but the article itself is just gone mm. um yeah so you know critics seem to be pissed off about it or in love with it mm-hmm. there's no middle ground so that means it's a it was a good movie yeah yep hell yeah i thought it was great i was pleasantly surprised i was i didn't think it was gonna surprised. be i definitely didn't think it was gonna be bad but i liked it way more than i thought i would mm-hmm I knew it was going to be long, and I was dreading that because there's sometimes long movies can be hard to get through. Mm-hmm. But then you get some movies that are less action packed for three hours, and that's fine. But this did not bore me really. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it just it kind of just kept going like yeah. it, the flow. It kept the flow the yeah. whole way. I liked that the party scene was not too long and not too short. Yeah. It was like the Goldilocks of party scenes because usually those parties drag on forever in movies. Um, yeah. I can see that. Usually the kissy scenes drag off a little too long for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're all embracing. But they didn't in this movie. It was yeah. normal amount. Yeah, yeah, I thought it flowed fine. Mm-hmm. They went on a honeymoon for a month, which was wild. That is crazy. They they Wait, the Maria? Over a month. Over yeah. a month. Were they gone that long? Yeah, because um, the Nazi, the Nazi guy invaded. comes oh, in true, true. and was like, he hasn't answered any of our telegrams, telegrams and stuff. Who was watching and the kids? Max? Max was, Just Max? Apparently. And Max was like, well, yeah, he's on his honeymoon. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you telling me that he hasn't communicated with his children in over a month? Well, how many men do you know who communicate with their children on their honeymoon i can quote this movie yeah, by the way so. i remember that it's very impressive <laughs> i mean that is exactly what he said it is <laughs> but i mean not the whole movie but like the the good the the, the important parts mm-hmm. um, i always said good parts but almost every part's good so <laughs> except for the puppets the puppets were good. The puppets fucked. The dude. puppets were you. just a wholesome thing thrown in there. You know, it's a nice moment you between the, the dad and the kids, and music is back in the house, just and because, everybody's just happy. Just you got beat up by a gang of puppets when you were 12 years old doesn't mean that's I'm awful. sorry, what? <laughs> it's a joke, Rachel. Okay, cool. You think I'd take everything literally? <laughs> I said it with such conviction, though. He I do did. That. And she hasn't really like been around me when I've been jokey goofy. Austin's never lied to you before. I'm I lie all the time, <laughs> but I I lie. But I always tell on myself usually right away. Mm-hmm. I don't like to like keep people unless I hate them. <laughs> I have I've just like totally convinced people of things that I didn't like. It's too bad that <laughs> facial expressions aren't in this show because my <laughs> I, facial expressions reveal much. I was very deadpan when I said it. I was very so. I don't blame her for falling for my tricks and goofs. Matthew still falls for them, so don't get too. 
to uh, feel too bad about it. So yeah, that's that's the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the in stuff later. But do we want we want to thank our boop, patrons doop. together? Yeah, we got new yeah, ones. We got new patrons. Thanks, new patrons. Yes, thank you, patrons. Matthew gets so happy when he gets new ones. I know it's so nice. He comes running into wherever I am, saying, "We got a new one." Uh, we want to thank our lovely patrons. We want to thank Nat. Hell yeah, we love Nat. Uh, we want to take. We want to thank our new patrons for this this month so far. We got uh, facts for facts, facts, facts. We love we love facts too. He's they're both both these people are very active in our Discord. Yes. Love talking to them. And then we have another new patron for their name is Nacho Lady, who's also very active in our Discord. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, thanks our 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 patrons. Uh, do you guys have anything, any some nice nice words of encouragement you want to tell them or anything? I'm you're, a guest. <laughs> you're beautiful just the way you are, and I value you as listeners and people. And I also value Matthew and Rachel for coming on here and, and, and hanging out. Yay. Thank you for allowing me to be on the show and watching the movie. <laughs> yes, it was lovely. It's a lovely movie. Thank you for making us do it. I. It's nice. This is another movie that I'm like, just like, just good. I'm happy I watched it. I can tell everyone I watched it now and they won't be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but that's right. what this show is all about. Yeah. But yeah, um, our next movie, and the next movie that's coming out, because this is going up after Fast and the Furious, and then Fast and the Furious, um, I think I said this movie was coming out, but whatever. Our next movie is Fox and the Hound that's going to be coming out, so mm-hmm. next next episode upload. So go 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 get ready for that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at SYFWPod. If you want to join our Discord, you will need to be a part of our Patreon at either the $2.50 tier or the $5 tier. At the $2.50 tier on our Patreon, we'll get you partial access to the Discord and Wesley's Movie Nights, which we try to do once a month or so. It will also get you access to some text posts, and then you just kind of support us a little bit with the $2.50. For $5 a month, you get... Some more stuff. You get some more behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you get an exclusive monthly podcast called Flight School, where Matthew and I watch and review a TV show pilot that is picked by our patrons. We have reviewed What We Do in the Shadows, Dairy Girls, Psych, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So yeah, $5 a month gets you all that cool stuff. Uh, Also, with the $5 a month, you'll get access to some more live streams on the Discord. We plan to have some future Q&A sessions with all the member, with all or some of the members of the little, the the side of the Encounter Co. network. We are part of the Encounter Co. network, so make sure to go check out the other podcasts. In this episode, you heard the D&D podcast, The Encounter Table, which is a lovely D&D show with 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 heart and dick jokes and fun fights and just some really fun D times i'm on two other shows i am on grim encounters it is a tabletop rpg podcast using the chill third edition rule set but it's set in a modern day chicago land world it is campy horror so expect some gore some laughs and a hell of a lot of heart and my other show, similar to this one, but me and my wife, Anna, 
read and review children's chapter books like Goosebumps, The Magic Tree House, Junie B. Jones, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. We've delved into some Fear Street novels too, which are some more teen books. And we also do comics like The Walking Dead, The Boys, and uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. So go over there and check us out if you want us to, to listen to us review some children's chapter books like they're fucking like grade A novels. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you leave us five stars, we will read your review at the top of the episode. It's a free and easy way to really help the show get more listeners and followers and all of that good stuff so we can keep making this lovely content. Either way, I'm going to pass the mic back to Past, Nort, Rachel, and Matthew, and they're going to wrap up the show in a silly way. All right, um, Matthew, do you remember how we end this thing? Or Nope, I sure don't. <laughs> we Peace! End, we end this movie show podcast. <laughs> this movie show podcast. Yes, by Austin staring into me. <laughs> into him. <laughs> staring into him. Into my soul. Into your soul? Yeah, in silence. All right. Until I say something. All right. Did we feed the dog? Ha, 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 ha.